Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, as always, Scott Edwards, and I'm a bit freaked out right now as I just recorded this show for 25 minutes all alone before realizing my microphone wasn't working. Yeah, tough, uh, tough day. Tough day. I was in a good mood, too. I was really in a good mood. Though we were flowing. I talked about New Blood. I talked about the Saturday Stardom show. I was just about to preview Stardom 12th Commemoration uh, Supreme Fight show, which is next Saturday. First show in front of crowds cheering. First pay-per-view in front of cheering. Because supposedly cheering may be back as soon as this weekend. But you get my point. Cheering is on its way back. That pay-per-view is going to be very, very special. But now I sit here. And I am redoing this whole thing because that is what I have to do. If you think I'm okay, the answer is yes, I'm fine. I'll get over it because I'm just going to do it all over again, but probably not as well, probably not as in-depth, probably not nearly to the point I was because that show was going to be really good. But we, you can hear me now. This is working. There's no more static. There's no more weird, fidgety stuff, and that's what matters. Anyways, what we have on the docket today is I'm going to go over No Blood, not as well. I'm going to go over Stardom's show on Saturday, which I think is their best show of the year from top to bottom. Probably not as well, but I'm going to try my best. And I'm going to preview Stardom's 12th anniversary commemoration Supreme Fight 2023 before I head over to the Patreon to talk about the idea of the GHC Women's Championship, um, who I think is worthy of such a title if they go with it, and of course the Muta match that or the Muta Anniversary Show Women's Tag that led to all this discussion in the first place. Uh, that will be all on the Patreon. So if you want to hear me talk about all that, you're gonna have to subscribe to the Patreon. But if not, I made sure to get this pay-per-view preview out for you on the free feed before the show goes on. That's why we were doing it a week earlier. But boy, oh boy, how could we not be excited? This is the show. Uh, but let's get to it. Let's talk about New Blood because we have to. I really enjoyed New Blood. I thought New Blood 7 was the best New Blood of them all by a considerable margin in terms of just an interesting show. You had Rena versus Moran. I think Moran at 13 years old is a legitimate prospect in pro wrestling, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I know where this young teenage girl is going to decide what she wants to do with the rest of her life this early. Uh, but I thought Rena did a good job leading that match. I thought that Marika Kobashi showed up and shined bright. Not only shine bright, I think she showed that she's a completely different person from herself in TJPW. Uh, you know, going to PPP Tokyo, um, that has changed her forever. She is a different person. She is a different wrestler. She is a better wrestler. She has a better character. Everything about her is better. I'm not saying because she left TJPW, because TJPW does have some of the best. It has Miyu Yamashita. It has Yuka Sakazaki. It has Mizuki. It has Makito. But for some reason, 
Mika Kobashi, someone who, you know, the first time I watched was, oh, yeah, there's, there's, you know, she's fine. And, you know, she then was retiring slash leaving. She came back with PPP Tokyo. And this was the second match I've seen of her since coming back to wrestling. And my goodness, not only do I want Stardom to sign her, I want her to be in Club Venus when Zaya Brookside heads back home, or I want her to be in a way to tie because it makes sense. She has the vibe. She has something about her. She has a confidence about her. She's a better in-ring talent now. She is a legitimate prospect on the scene that someone, I think, can go and sign right up and make them a big part of their company over the next couple of years. That's where I think Marika Kobashi is right now. Thought Ruaka had a good showing as well in this match. Uh, she's had a good showing over the past couple months uh, before, you know, she uh, ultimately got the win. So that was cool. Good for her. Uh, but let's continue here. Anyways, Nanai Takahashi defeated Wakasukiyama in the Passion Injection match, which overall I thought was pretty good. Honestly, I'm lying. I thought it was even better than that. I thought it was the best singles match of Wakasukiyama's career. Because what we are seeing her do is turn this Tam Nakano ultimatum into some of the most interesting and entertaining matches that Stardom are having right now. Uh, her fire, her will to fight is tremendous. Kicking out of so much of Nanai Takahashi's onslaught. You know, that was the type of stuff to get you into the match. And nearly, just nearly pulling off the upset was enough to have you locked in. I think with Wakasukiyama, this is what she needed. I'm someone who was not, I was not a big fan of what Waka had been doing for the past couple months. I wasn't. I think it was very boring, very... It was just... Every time she was in a match, you knew she was losing. There was nothing to it. There was no. There was nothing exciting about it. You knew she was going to keep losing and losing and losing and losing and losing. Now, with three months to go in her, or less than that, but with the three months mindset, it comes down to just excitement and possibilities of her losing. That is, that is something that. I'm loving. I'm loving every second of it. And Nanai absolutely showed up for this match, gave her a lot. It worked out perfectly. Uh, Waka, of course, lost, but she would challenge Nanai to one more match at New Blood Premium on March 25th, which will be Tsukiyama's last opportunity to stay in the Cosmic Angels. That will be the very last one, so I'm looking forward to that very much so. Uh, New Blood Tag Team Championship first round. Um... We have four of these matches. The first two, pretty forgettable. Um, you know, in a recording that's no longer found, I said uh, a lot more about these than I probably will. But Maloka Hanazono is built for stars. And I don't know. I don't know if she just likes to stay in Osaka and she works a normal job or something. Or I don't know. But I feel like she's a kind of a layup signing at this point. She's better than my Sakurai and Wakasukiyama and, you know, the lower tier talent. She has plenty of potential. I think she showcased multiple times how talented she is in other matches. So to me, she's a no-brainer. I think her team in Momokogo, I was just like, man, these two are good together. 
this is something for Momokogo to do while I can put, you know, Mayu Yutani with Hanan and make that a tag team. This is something good. But, of course, they lost uh, They lost Ami Serena and Nami. God's Eye uh, duo moves forward. My Sakurai and Chan Yoda defeated Hina and Lady C. Of course, Miu Amasaki was unfortunately injured. She was originally supposed to team with Hina, but she had to miss this week, this past weekend, and next weekend of action. Uh, so we, you know, hope she's all good and ready to come back after that. But Lady C stepped in, and the result was still the same. I'm sure My Sakurai and Chan Yoda advance. Starlight Kid and Karma defeated the. Club Venus duo of Mariah May and Zaya Brookside. And this is where I want to give Club Venus some credit. Because I am someone who has openly said, I don't know how I feel about this group. I was up. I was down. I wasn't always up. I just did. It didn't connect with me. But now I'm, I'm starting to see these two specifically try and prove that they belong on such a roster to the point where Mariah May has established herself as a legitimate name, someone that is a prospect, someone that's very talented uh, for a wrestler that has a whole hundred matches and change to her name. Zaya Brookside, she is a serviceable wrestler for a roster. She's not going to wow you, but she's entertaining in certain ways. And she proved that here, you know, there were moments she was scared of karma and she didn't want anything to do with it. It allowed Mariah May and Starlight Kid to cook for a little bit in the match, which I loved. But overall, I really enjoyed it. I think that this is what you want to see with these two. Right, this is what you want to see with these two, and I know Zaya Brookside's heading back home after this upcoming weekend. I don't know what her future is in stardom, but what I do know is Club Venus is starting to take a turn for me. Um, at least these two are. I don't know how I feel about Mina Shirakawa and her going on to win a title or anything yet, but what I do know is that they are putting in the work. They're starting to feel like a real trio and that's kind of what stardom does i shouldn't be shocked this is what they do they they take chances and the chances often work and this is one of those times uh, i thought this was the best karma match to date though i'm still not loving karma um we'll have to wait and see if it continues to figure itself out uh but they are going to new blood premium uh they will be in a semi-final match they will be facing my sakurai and chan yoda in the main event, the main event was the second best New Blood match in the show's very short seven-show uh, series. I thought this was great. Mariah and Tomoki Inaba, a team that I've desperately wanted, a team that could win the goddess of stardom tag titles tomorrow, let alone the New Blood tag titles. These two were great together. They have the Taka Michinoku training. Um, com- uh, They've both been trained by Taka, of course. They broke in. They both went different ways, of course. You know, Tomoka stuck with Taka and went to JTO. Uh, Mirai went to TJPW. But now they're both here. They're both in God's eye, and they're both succeeding at the highest level. 
Um, and Saeed and Hanan, I think Wingori, since the Tag League, have been nothing but fantastic. They've shown time and time again they have incredible energy. They have incredible work together. And I, I, I think they should be proud of what they've been able to do to this point. Um, the only shame of this match is this is the two teams I wish could win the tournament. So we'll see what's next. We'll see who get, goes next um, in the New Blood Premium, who goes on to win the tag titles. But I hope to, uh, I hope Mirai and Tomoki Inaba are that team because I think they're fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Mad Mirai now has the top two matches in New Blood history for my money, which, again, a credit to her. Stardom show from this past Saturday was their best effort of the year. Triangle Derby won day seven. Uh, it involved a future of Stardom Championship, four tag league matches, and of course the Julia 10 competitor gauntlet. We'll start with the future of Stardom Championship that got us started here on the show as Ami Saray successfully defended the title against my Sakurai in what I thought overall was a very solid match. Nothing to complain about here. I think it was the best uh my Sakurai singles match that wasn't against like Tam Nakano yet. I think it was Ami Saray's best match, um, best singles match that wasn't against a main event talent yet. Um, I think they did a great job first uh, for the best defense so far. Um, you know, with, with Ami Saray as, again, someone that is back and forth on how I feel about her as a wrestler, I think she has shown great improvement over the past two, three months of just getting the little things down that I thought she was missing. Now, I don't think she is someone that will, you know, reach the heights of where I think a Micah should or Mariah should, but I think she's a talent that nonetheless will be continuously improving, continuously getting to a point where you have no no other choice but to cheer her on. I think she has a lot of talent, like I said. A uh, very solid match. Shuri, Mirai, and Tomoka Inaba defeated Oedotai, Starlight Kid, Rina, and Raka. Shuri, Mirai, and Inaba are the best trio in God's eye, unless Konami's around. Triangle Derby won match Queen's Quests. Utami Hayashida, Azumi, and Sayaka Tani defeated Mahimi with C, Micah, Hameka, and Lady C. You know, this match, to me, could have been even better than it was. Um, I think if they focus more on Micah in the closing stretch or someone, that would have been better. It was instead Utami and Lady C, which was fine, but I would have preferred otherwise. Um, again, it is what it is. This was the weakest triangle derby match of the night. Rebel and Enemies, Ram Kai Chow, Mike Ozaki, and Mayukihi got uh, to four points uh, as they defeated Club Venus, Mina Shirakawa, Mariah May, and Zaya Brookside. This match had no right being as good as it was, but boy, oh boy, was it. It was pretty much the validation, I think, that Club Venus should now have that Every single time they step out there, they get better and better as a trio, a duo, whatever it may be. Um, I really actually enjoyed what this match brought to the table because Mayukihi was the main player of the match, which she should be every single time because she's Mayukihi. And Mayukihi is so incredibly talented. 
Uh, she is the best, one of the best wrestlers out there that isn't signed to a major contract. You saw that in this match. You saw it the next day at the Great Muda Show, and I'll talk about that later on the Patreon side of things. But my goodness, she was great in this match. She made Zia Brookside tap out to get the win. Prominent Suzuki Risa and Kurumi Haragi defeated H&M's Mayu Yutani, Momokogo, and Hanan in, for me, the best match of the Triangle Derby so far. Yes, the best match of the Triangle Derby so far did involve Momokogo. Yes, it did involve Kurumi Haragi. And actually, half of it, or a quarter of it, has to do with them. I thought Suzuki and Mayu Yutani had a fantastic two or three minute stretch in here where they were you know, just hitting each other as hard as possible and trading back and forth. The type of pro wrestling I love. Maybe my favorite couple uh, couple minutes in stardom so far this year in January. Just fantastic stuff. And then you had uh, Hanan doing her thing. I thought she was great in this match. Her energy, again, is infectious. She is fantastic. I thought it looks really, really solid against the likes of Suzu and Risa Sarah. And the Kurumi Haragi and Momokogo absolutely killed it to close out the match and get the win. Um, the best match of the entire tournament for me thus far. Triangle Derby won. Neo Star Mari Nanai, Takahashi Yu, and Yuna Mizumori defeated Gold Ships, Momo Watanabe, Natsuko Tora, and Saki Kashima. I said this on Twitter. I'll say it again. I think that Momo, Natsuko, and Saki deserve a ton of credit for what they're accomplishing. I think they're one of, if not the most consistent trios in this tournament right now. If it's not them, it's probably Neo Stardom Army um, in all seriousness, but or prominence. But I think on the Stardom side of things, they've just been very consistent. They work well together. They know their roles, and it's paid off to be a very entertaining tournament for them. They did come up short here as Anai was able to beat Saki Kashima with a Kuma roll. And that leaves us for the Triangle Derby here as follows. The red triangle block uh, in last place, H&M's with zero points. Bari Bari Bombers, Julia Teklin, My Sakurai with two. Unique Glare, Starlight Kid, Ruaka, and Haruka Umasaki with four points. Club Venus, Mina Shirakawa, Mariah May, and Zaya Brookside sit at four as well. I believe they are, they're not officially eliminated yet, but they're going to need a lot of help as I believe their last two matches are this weekend. Uh, the Cosmic Angels, Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, and Saki are at four points as well. Queen's Quest at five, Utami Hashishida, Azumi, and Sayakamitani. And then Neo Stardom Army, Nanai, Takahashi, Yu, and Yuna Mizumori sit atop the red trial block with six. On the blue triangle block side, Team Lollipop sits with zero. Classmate Suzuki, Saida, and Koguma sit with two. Rebel and Enemy with four. Maihime with C with four. Uh, God's Eye, Shuri, Mirai, and Ami Sarei with five. Gold Ship, Momotanabe, Natsuko Tora, and Saki Kashima with six. And Prominence sits at the top of both leaderboards with eight points. So let's get to the main event here. Julia had a 10 competitor gauntlet in this match completed one win, zero draw, uh, one win, zero losses, and nine draws. Um, she started the match off against Super Strong Starter Machine, Koguma, Tekla, and Hina. But after that, it was all greatness from there. Her and Hazuki killed it. And when I say her and Hazuki, I mean Hazuki pretty much just tried to destroy her. Uh, Tam Nakano and her had this great look. And then they dropped each other on their heads with uh, Tam hitting the glorious driver, Julia hitting the violet screwdriver there. They just can't miss. Uh, Julia versus Saki. 
ending in a three-minute draw. I thought this was better than I expected. Julia versus Natsupoi was the best three minutes of the entire match. Natsupoi just needs to learn to put a little more stank on those slaps, and this would have been uh, phenomenal. I do believe that they have the potential, these two, to have a five-star caliber match in a world title match. Um, Saida uh, had a good showing, and then Wakasukiyama closed it out perfectly. She was able to kick out of a glorious driver, something I don't think anyone expected for us to say, which really got me on my feet. That pumped me up. I loved to see it. Uh, perfect way to end it. This is the first time in her stardom career that she didn't end the match with a loss. So bravo to her, even though she did take a Northern Lights bomb for the match to end. So, you know, that was tough, but really good stuff there. And then just a really good show. The best show for stardom's year so far. Uh, you know, usually this is the stardom anniversary weekend show. Um, of course, like I said, they've moved that to Supreme Fight, which we are going to talk about right now, but a very good show. And I hope everyone goes and checks it out if they haven't yet. So let's do it. 12th anniversary commemoration stardom supreme fight 2023 boy oh boy am i excited and you should be too this is this is the pay-per-view folks this is the first major pay-per-view for stardom in 2023 yes i may have forgot the year do not judge uh but this show is you know there's cheering's back um we know cheering or cheering seems to be on the way as soon as this weekend, but this this is the one. This is the one that changes everything. Cheering being back, pay-per-view venue, nearly sold out, by the way. Um, they currently just have two sections remaining on sale, uh, which is absolutely unreal. They've sold out the U25 seats, female-only seats, Second floor, front row VIP, just the arena A seats have a few remaining, uh, and then second floor, stand B. So, Stardom has done an incredible job of selling the show. This show in the NA Osaka Arena, first stadium. I'm so excited for them. I'm so excited for this roster. I'm so excited for this show. I literally have goosebumps right now talking about this that's how excited i am for what they're about to deliver show i believe starts at 1 a.m eastern so a great start time as well next weekend like i said february 4th here we go first match triangle derby action as starlight kid haruka umasaki and ruaka face hazuki koguma and saida in triangle derby action um this match has a chance to be great and it's because it'll be the first match in front of a crowd on pay-per-view. That that alone can drive it, right? We have we have a bunch of talent who just haven't seen, you know, Koguma and Hazuki have yet to hear cheers since coming back to pro wrestling. Um Saida has grown so much. Starlight Kid has grown so much. You know, Rock it's so exciting. And I think this match with because of cheering if they get even seven minutes, it's going to be special. We got normal trios action here, but it doesn't matter. It's enough for us to be excited as it's the Queen's Quest team of Utami Hayashida, Azumi, and Lady C facing the God's Eye trio of Shuri, Ami Saray, and Konami. Konami back for yet another match. 
every time Konami comes back, I don't know how you couldn't be excited, beyond excited. I'm so excited just seeing her on here. It's a it's a regular old trios match. That's fine, but this gives me hope I can get that Konami Julia title match that I so desperately want. She's here. She's in the building. Why not lay that challenge down? Why not do it if, of course, Julia beats Suzuki, which I firmly believe. That is what I'm hoping Konami's here for more than anything else. I think that would be perfection. Just a gigantic trios match here. Should be a lot of fun. Special singles match. Mirai versus Chihiro Hashimoto. Boy, oh boy, am I excited. Now, this, this is... This is how you get going, right? This is how we get started in the big year. This will be Chihiro Hashimoto's first match in stardom since, I believe, 2017, where Io Shirai and Mako Satomura teamed up against Chihiro Hashimoto and Mayu Iwatani at the Io Shirai 10th anniversary show. Big time stuff here. And while we all know that this is ultimately on the road for Shuri versus Hashimoto, presumably at that April show, this is still going to be great. I've been wanting, I've been asking for another big Mirai singles match in quite some time, for quite some time. So this being the one, whew, that this is this is why I watch pro wrestling here. This is gonna be big Haas fight. 101. This is going to be the best of the best. This should be fantastic. Give them 12, 15 minutes and just let them go. Just let them go because it's going to be, again, absolutely tremendous. The next match, the Nanewa Roulette single tournament. Uh, 15 competitors take place. Uh, so the so the rules are as follows. Uh, the over-the-top rule is adopted. Uh, any draw disqualifies either player. I believe each match is five minutes. Uh, the winning player will be given the right to challenge for any title of their choice. The competitors are X, so that's always wonderful. Uh, Yuna Mizumori, Mai Sakurai, uh, Tekla, Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, Miyu Amasaki, Mariah May, Wakasukiyama, Mina Shirakawa, Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, Momokogo, Momoko Hanazono, and Mayu Iwatani, whose idea this match was in the first place. Can't help but be excited for this one, folks. Um, this does scream Mina Shirakawa's chance to win and get that Wonder of Stardom Championship match. Otherwise, I don't really know where we're going here, but that's my hope. I don't want Mina Shirakawa winning the Cinderella turn because I think, truthfully, after last year, you want that Cinderella to be as unpredictable as possible. We saw Mariah win it. Who had Mariah winning it at the very beginning? Anyone that says they did, they're lying. They, they're lying. Um, so that's what I want. I want Mina Shirakawa to get the win here. Get her Wonder Star title match. I don't care if she wins or loses. I would prefer, you know, she can do whatever she wants. But that's how I would book this. It feels like that's where we're going. So here's the hope for that. Should be a very exciting match. 
Goddess of Stardom Championship match. Nanai Takahashi and you defend for the very first time since winning the belt at Stardom Dream Queendom 2022 against Maihime, Micah, and Hameka. Sadly, sadly, this match is definitely going to be a 7-up win. Uh, Maihime very unlikely to win here, but boy, oh boy, should it be great. Not just good. It should be a great match. I... I mean, Nanai and you, as much as, you know, Neo Stardom Army came in, they weren't it. No one was excited for that group. No one was. Uh, but what they've managed to do, these two, Nanai and you, they've shut everyone up because I think their tag team has been fantastic. Very well might be the best tag team since joining. They work together so well. And this match against Mahime, one of the best tag teams in stardom, should be nothing short of great. I can't wait for this match. I think it's going to be one of the best matches, one of the best tag matches of the year. Now, I think we've already maybe seen the best tag team match of the year in all Japan pro wrestling, but this is going to be excellent, and I can't wait to see it. Sayakamitani versus Momo Watanabe. History is on the line here. Wonder of Stardom Championship doesn't get much bigger and better than this. Sayakantani tied Momo Watanabe's defense record after defeating Ami Saray, and she now wants to break it by beating the one who set the initial record. I couldn't be more excited about this match. Momo Watanabe is one of my very favorite wrestlers in the world. She's number two to Mayu Iwatani. And Sayakamitani, for the better part of 2022, was maybe debatably, arguably, whatever whatever word you want to use, the best wrestler in the world. So putting these two together, big title match, wonder stardom title match, it's nothing but magic. You have maybe the best one-two punch you've had all in the past 365 days for stardom. Yeah, I said that. I think this is the best one-two punch. You're going from Saya Kamatani and Momo Watanabe to Julia versus Suzuki in the main event. And yes, I know we got Saya versus Kyrie and Shuri versus Utami, but there's something about the uniqueness to these matches, the importance to these matches, that I think they are, in fact, better. So I cannot wait. Saya Kamatani will continue her... Uh, def- her her reign. She will break Momo Watanabe's defense record as much as that hurts my heart. I would love to see Momo win, but that's where we're going. All roads lead to that Mina match up next in the feud, which I'm guessing will be after this. I'm sure the challenge will be laid down, assuming Mina wins that match. And finally, the main event, I just said it. Julia versus Suzu Suzuki. You can't ask for much more than this for your first defense out of Julia. You can't. You cannot. This is as good as it gets. Suzu Suzuki, maybe, maybe the best wrestler in the world right now. And I'm not even slightly kidding. Julia, on the current run she's on, she might actually be the best. But it doesn't matter. Whether you agree with me or disagree on if they're the best in the world, they're two of the best in the world. And their match at 
the final night of the five-star Grand Prix was just a 15-minute taste of where they can go and where they're going to go with the World of Stardom Championship on the line. Julia's winning this, that's no doubt in my mind, but this is going to be special. This is a match of the year contender before the bell's even rung. This is everything I've wanted out of this Suzu Suzuki arrival in Stardom. She is going to continue to have huge matches in stardom and one day she may very well win this title it won't be it won't be on february 4th but it's coming she is a special talent she's the perfect first defense for julia and julia will start off the her wrestler of the year campaign with a bang that was the 12th commemoration stardom supreme fight 2023 preview here on the five star joshi network and that is the end here of the free edition of the show if you want to hear my thoughts on the idea of a ghc women's championship match make sure to check out the patreon because I'll be on the Patreon. So many great shows are on the Patreon. Brace for Impact, The Dynamite Show, uh, The Rap. So many great, great shows on there. You should be subscribed already, but if you're not, go subscribe. Go listen to them all. They're also starting the road to WrestleMania show. Uh, I will be taking part in the first edition of that show, which I'm very excited for. You can also check that out on YouTube uh, following the Royal Rumble. So that should be a lot of fun. But if you want to hear more from me on this past week of Joshi Wrestling, then you got to get to the Patreon. Thank you for listening, free listeners. Now let's scoot right over to the Patreon for those who are still listening. See ya, free listeners.